In this episode, I'll be looking at two companies in the same industry and then looking at which one is going to be the better investment. Hi, my name is Kanwal Sarai and welcome to the Simply Investing Dividend Podcast. The industry we're going to be looking at today is the consumer packaged goods, specifically in the food industry. The two companies is going to be Tyson Foods and Conagra Brands. You may recognize Tyson Foods and their brands. They're up on the screen here. There's quite a few brands, as you can see. Some of the more popular ones are Sara Lee, Wonder Bar, Mexican Original, and a whole bunch of other brands that they sell their products in. Conagra Brands also has a number of popular brand names out there. You can see, again, a whole bunch of them on the screen. Some of the popular ones are Hunt's, Duncan Hines, Garden Inn, Orville Redenbacher, and a whole bunch more. So now we're going to be looking at these two companies, and they're fairly similar. Now, for example, they have both been paying dividends since 1976. Tyson Foods was founded in 1935, has a market cap of $21.7 billion. Conagra Brands was founded in 1919 and has a market cap of $17.4 billion. So both of these companies have been around for a very long time, have been paying dividends for a very long time, and are market leaders in their industry. So which one is going to be the better investment? Now, before we get started looking into this, a reminder here, our approach to investing is always to build a safe dividend stock portfolio and a reliable dividend stock portfolio, one that's gonna provide us with consistent dividend growth over time, passive income. We want the income to grow over time. And so our approach is to invest in quality dividend stocks when they're priced low, when they're undervalued. So how do you know when you're looking at a company, if it's a quality company, and how do you know if it's undervalued? So to help us with that, I've created what I call the 12 rules of simply investing. You can see the rules up on the screen, and we're gonna cover them today in this episode. So before we invest in any company, we want to make sure that it passes all of the 12 rules. If not, skip it. Move on to something else. So we're not looking for companies that get an 8 out of 12 or a 9 out of 12. Company has to get a 12 out of 12. This is our checklist. It has to pass every single rule. And for those of you interested, we go through the rules in detail in the Simply Investing course. I provide you with a Google spreadsheet so you learn how to apply these rules to any stock anywhere in the world. If you want to take a look at one of my previous episodes, we cover all of the 12 rules in that as well. The Simply Investing platform helps us to go a little faster. The platform will apply the rules for us. And currently it does that for over 6,000 companies in the US and in Canada every single day. And it shows us which ones pass, which ones fail, so we can determine which ones we should be considering. So in today's episode, I'm going to be using the Simply Investing platform to help us decide which of those two companies we should be considering for investing in. Which one should we, and which one should we avoid? 
So basically that's what we're trying to figure out here. So you'll see up on the screen, rules number five to 11 are in bold and they're in blue. And so rules number five to 11 are quantitative. Companies either gonna pass or fail, right there. For example, rule number eight says the debt is less than 70%. So if the debt is less than 70%, good. If it's above 70%, skip it, move on to something else. So what the platform does is it automatically applies for us rules number five to 11. Rule number five is in two parts. Rule number 11 is in three parts. So basically we end up with 10, what we call the 10 SI criteria, the simply investing criteria. So now what do we do with rules number one to four and rule number 12? So you're still responsible for the first four rules and you're still responsible for rule number 12. So let's get those out of the way first. So let's do rules number one to four and rule number 12. We're gonna to apply to both of our companies, Tyson Foods and Conagra Brands. Let's get these out of the way first, then we'll jump into the platform to check out the rest of the rules. So rule number one, do you understand how the company is making money? And in this case, we do. Both of these companies are producing packaged food products, right? That's how they make money. They sell those to grocery stores and that's how they make money. So rule number one is a pass for both of these companies. It passes rule number one, so that's good. Rule number two, 20 years from now, will people still be using its product and services? And I'm gonna say yes, because people still have to eat, right? Whether there's a recession or you lose your job, you still have to eat. So yes, these products will still be in demand 20 years from now. Now, does the company have a low cost competitive advantage? And they both do. They both have large brands that they sell under. Those brands have very good market loyalty. And a lot of those brands are sold worldwide. So both of these companies have a low cost competitive advantage and they make it difficult for competitors to come into that space. And especially in a grocery store where you wanna get that aisle and the shelf space, that is a very good spot to be in, sort of at eye level. And these big companies get that shelf space, the important shelf space location. Whereas smaller companies are pretty, you know, lower on the shelf or really high up and it's, it's at a disadvantage for the smaller companies. So rule number three, also both of these companies pass rule number three. Rule number four, is the company recession proof? And I just touched on that briefly in the beginning. Yes, it is, both of them. Because even if you lose your job or there's a recession, you still have to eat. So these companies, doesn't matter if the stock market's doing this, stock market's going down, if there's a recession, these companies are still making money by selling their products and services. Okay, so that covers rules number one to four. Rule number 12, keep your emotions out of investing. I talked about this in the previous episode, so go back and watch that. It's important to have patience and discipline when it comes to investing. We don't want to make any knee-jerk reactions. We don't want to panic when the stock market is tanking and we don't want to get greedy when the market's going up because we don't want to overpay for stocks. And we, when prices are down, we don't want to panic and sell when prices are down because that's where you solidify your losses. 
Okay, so now that we've gotten rules number one to four and rule number 12 out of the way, we know that both of these companies pass those rules. Now we are going to go straight into the Simply Investing platform and continue with our comparison of both of these companies. And then by the end of this episode, I'm going to show you which one should be considered for investing in and which one should be avoided. So let's get right into the platform right now. I'm logged in to the Simply Investing platform right now. And as soon as you log in, it takes you to the top ranked stocks. So these are all of the stocks in the US today that pass all of the 10 Simply Investing criteria, which is rules number five to 11C. So now what we're gonna do is I'm gonna go to the side menu. I'm gonna click on compare stocks. Step one, we're looking at US companies. Step two, I'm gonna go ahead and put in the stock symbol for Tyson Foods. And then we're gonna do the same one, same thing for Conagra Brands. And so you can see we have both companies listed here. I'm gonna go ahead and click on step three, compare. So now we can see both companies are listed here, Conagra Brands and Tyson Foods. I mentioned before the 10 Simply Investing criteria, which is rules number five to 11C. So they're all here. So rule number 5A, average EPS growth over the last 20 years. And if you forget what the rule is, you just hover over the question mark here. So the EPS growth of 8% or more. So now we can see that Tyson Foods passes rule number 5A because its average EPS growth over the last 20 years is over 15%. Conagra Brands is negative 5%. So anytime a company fails a rule, we highlight the cell and we put the value in bold. Let's move on to rule number 5B. The number of EPS increases in the last 20 years. And so we want to see at least eight or more increases. So Conagra Brands has increased their earnings 10 times in the last 20 years. Tyson Foods also 10 times in the last 20 years. So that's good. Both companies pass rule number 5B. Now we go to rule number six. Average dividend growth in the last 20 years should be 8% or more. So Conagra Brands fails rule number six because it only has dividend growth of 4%. Tyson Foods, 14.5%. So that's really good. Rule number seven, the payout ratio. So we want to make sure the payout ratio is 75% or less. Conagra Brands has a very high payout ratio of 93%. So it fails that rule. Tyson Foods, 28%, which is really good, and so it passes. Now let's move on to rule number eight. Long-term debt-to-equity ratio must be 70% or less. And we can see that Conagra Brands is sitting at 93.2% debt, long-term debt-to-equity ratio, and Tyson Foods has 40%. So Tyson Foods passes rule number eight. Conagra Brands does not. So rule number nine. What we're doing here is we're looking at the current dividend and comparing to the previous year. So we want to see the dividend staying the same or going up. We don't want to see a dividend cut. So in this case, both companies have raised their dividend compared to the year before. So they both pass rule number nine. Rule number 10, share buyback. Yes, both companies are consistently over the long term doing share buybacks. So that's good news. So they both pass rule number 10. Rule number 11A. So here we're looking at the PE ratio of 25 or less. 
So we can see that Conagra Brands is 25.9. So it's close, but technically it fails rule number 11A. Tyson Foods has a P ratio of 9, so that's good. It passes that rule. Rule number 11B, the stock must be undervalued. This is where we compare the current dividend yield to the company's 20-year average yield. So the current yield must be higher than the 20-year average for the stock to be considered undervalued. And in this case, Conagra Brands fails Rule 11B and Tyson Foods passes Rule 11B. Tyson Foods is undervalued and Conagra Brands is not. And remember, we don't want to overpay for companies when we invest in them. Rule number 11C, the price to book ratio. So we're looking at a ratio of three or less. So Conagra Brands gets a two, so that's good. Passes rule number 11C. And Tyson Foods also passes rule number 11C. It gets a P, PB ratio of one. So that's good. Uh, the other information we show on the uh, screen since we're here is the current dividend yield for both companies. Again, you can see it's fairly close. Um, then we also show you out of the 10 SI criteria, which we can see clearly, Tyson gets a 10 out of 10. It passes all of the 10 criteria. Conagra Brands gets a 4 out of 10. So I think you know where we're headed in terms of which company to invest in and which one to avoid. Um, then we have the share price for both companies. We have the annual forward dividend. We have the consecutive years of dividend increases. And both companies, like I said before, have been paying a dividend since 1976. So... When you look at all of this, and now that we've covered the 10 SI criteria, which company would you invest in? And we can see clearly that Tyson Foods is the company to consider investing in. It has good EPS growth. EPS increases has been the same for both companies, but it's good. Dividend growth is really good. Payout ratio is low. That's good. The debt is low, which is good. Companies has increased its dividend. It does a share buyback. The PE is low, so that's good. And very important, the stock is undervalued, right? And then the PB ratio is, is fine. It's low. So Tyson Foods passes all of these SI criteria. And remember, in the beginning, we covered rules number one to four and rule number 12. So Tyson Foods passes all of the 12 rules of simply investing. Conagra Brands does not. There are six failures here, and you can see it on the screen. It fails rule number 5A, rule number 6, rule 7, rule 8, rule 11A, and rule 11B. So this is a company we would skip, avoid it for now, and then maybe come back later in six months or in a year from now, come back and then take a look at it. Now, everything you're seeing on the screen is valid as of today's recording. So it may not be, these numbers will not be the same when whenever you watch this video in the future. So you always want to check the data when you're ready to invest. So in this case, Tyson Foods, good investment, Conagra Brands, we skip it for now. Now, here's a quick tip to save you all of this time from looking at the rules one by one. What I do is I come straight to rule 11B. A company has to be undervalued for me to even consider the rest of the rules. If it's overvalued, like in this case, Conagra Brands, I don't even bother looking at the rest of the rules. I just skip it, skip the company. If, it, if a company fails rule 11B, save yourself lots of time and you don't need to evaluate the rest of the rules, skip it, 
and move on. Right. So that's a quick shortcut uh, to figure out when you're evaluating two, three, four, five companies at a time. If a company fails Rule 11B and it's overvalued, skip it. We never want to overpay for a company. You can see on the screen again, the 12 rules of simply investing. And like I mentioned to you before, I cover these in detail in the Simply Investing course. There's also a Google spreadsheet. So you can apply these rules to any stock anywhere in the world. Now, in addition to the 12 rules, the course is a complete course, comes with 10 modules, and I have them up on the screen here. Module one, I cover with you the investing basics. In module two, I cover the 12 rules. In module three, we learn how to apply the 12 rules with real life examples. In module four, I show you how to use the Simply Investing platform. We just sort of gave you a brief introduction in this episode. In the next module, I show you how to place your first stock order. Again, step by step. The next module, you learn how to build and track your stock portfolio. The next module after that, you learn when to sell. So it's important to know when to buy. It's important to know if and when to sell. So we covered that in the module. The next module, I'm going to show you how to reduce your fees if you still have mutual funds, index funds, and ETFs. So how do you reduce those fees and the overall risk to your stock portfolio and your investments? How do we lower the risk? In module number nine, I'm going to give you a step-by-step -step action plan to get started. Module 10, I answer your frequently, frequently asked questions. I'm going to answer those in module 10. And of course, the Simply Investing platform, like I said before, we apply the 10 SI criteria to over 6,000 stocks in the US and Canada every single day. So you can see very quickly, like I showed you in today's episode, how easy it is when you're comparing stocks, which one to avoid, which one to consider. So anyone watching this podcast or listening, write this down, the coupon code SAVE10, S-A-V-E-1-0. It's going to save you 10% off of any of our products and services, including the course and the platform. The platform, the great thing is, as long as you remain a subscriber, whether month to month or year to year, you will save 10%. As long as you remain an active subscriber, you'll get 10% off at every renewal. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit the subscribe button or the follow button so you get the new episodes. We have a new episode out every week. Be sure to hit the like button as well. And for more information, go to our website, simplyinvesting.com. Thanks for watching.